Hi there, I'm Jolyn McCarthy and welcome to Two Question Tuesday. Each week, Two Question Tuesday answers randomly picked questions submitted by our clients. Answering this week's questions, we have with us Phil D'Angelo, Managing Director of Focus Wealth Management, and Mike Pisani, Director of Financial Planning. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning, Jolyn. Good morning, Jolyn. Okay, Phil, our first question is from Jeff in New York. What do you think about the markets going into earnings season? Great question. So this is a big week. Uh, the S&P 500 starts their quarterly earnings reports this week. Um, you know, when you look at the markets, uh, first of all, expectations have been lowered uh, from prior estimates dramatically. Um, so this week, we have a lot of the financial names reporting. And when you look at the performance year to date, where the S&P 500 is almost flat on the year now, uh, the Dow is still down about a 5% number. The S&P 500, uh, sorry, the NASDAQ uh, stocks are up rather, you know, 18%. Uh, so the big tech names that are reporting really have to come through. Uh, the, the names of the inside, you know, stay inside trade companies, uh, the Microsofts, the Zooms, et cetera, they have to really have ex- terrific earnings uh, to keep this momentum up in the NASDAQ names. On the value side, the names that have really lagged the market, specifically the financials that are reporting this week, uh, it's gonna be very interesting to watch. I mean, you would think with rates remaining this low, uh, with economic activity short-term being stuck in the mud, um, that these names might have a tough time. However, to an earlier two for Tuesday, um, when you when you look at these companies and you look how earnings have been revised lower, uh, maybe the, the backdrop is setting up OK for these stocks. Don't forget, markets look forward, you know, 18 months and in 18 months, you would think we're out of this current situation. Again, interest rates remain low. Uh, some of the large cap financials are doing OK business, too, especially uh, whether it's mortgage refis, uh, traditional banking, cash on the balance sheets, et cetera. So. You know, I'm looking for value names right now uh, that have underperformed the market. There are plenty out there, and those are actually the names uh, that that we'll be reporting this week. So, um, look, we're we're managing the situation uh, on a, on a minute by minute basis, and uh, I think that earnings season might be okay, um, and that would certainly make the large cap value names start to play catch up with the growth names. And then you would see the S&P 500 and Dow move back towards all-time highs. And if that's going to happen this year, which we think it will, um, that should start right about now. So earnings uh, week is a couple of weeks, very, very important. Thank you, Phil. Now, from a compliance standpoint, we generally shy away from individual stock questions. However, we've had many of you ask about Tesla. So, Mike, do you want to answer the burning question? What do you make of Tesla stock? Uh, we knew this was going to happen, and I'm sure now that we're opening Pandora's box and asking a question about an individual stock, there will be a lot more. <laughs> um, so it, what's happening with Tesla is really incredible. It's one of the most significant moves that I've really seen uh, in an individual stock. And from a, when you evaluate the company on a, an, an actual fundamental standpoint, it, it's so hard to understand the internal dynamics. So a lot of it has to be uh, market positioning. And I mean, Tesla is up about 70% in the past month, which is just really incredible. I mean, part of the reason is that Tesla, now that it's a profitable company for, uh, I believe, three straight quarters, um, they're going to be added to the S&P 500. And there's a lot of 
expectation about that. There's uh, people who have to buy the stock if they're trying to play catch up to the S&P 500 relative to these different things and market positioning. And now indexes have to buy this stock. You're talking about companies like Vanguard, BlackRock, Spiders, uh, all have to go in there and buy you know, billions of shares, uh, the equivalent of billions of dollars of Tesla stock. Um, there's also a massive short bet against this company. Uh, it, I think the amassed short sellers who are betting the company goes down and or goes bankrupt is over $20 billion, which is the biggest individual short bet, I believe, against any company ever. And when you're shorting a stock, you're betting it's going to go down. But in order to cover your short position, you have to buy it back. So that adds to additional fuel to the fire, moving this stock upwards. I mean, it's really incredible that Tesla now is larger in market cap than both Ford and GM combined. Elon Musk has now passed uh, Warren Buffett in the billionaires list as of this week, which is really incredible. And I mean, he talked about taking the company private at $420 a share a couple years ago. Thankfully for Tesla's stockholders, he didn't do that. Um, so you're talking a lot about market positioning and there's a lot of people out there who will buy Tesla stock based off of the understand the equivalence of SpaceX because a lot of the engineers for the two companies are the same. And Elon Musk is basically guiding both companies. Musk is incredible. He's brilliant. He's a visionary. So you really can't discount that fact. That's why a lot of people are buying this stock beyond the fact that, you know, from an earnings standpoint, you know, it, it's really not necessarily there. But given the fact that it's up so much in, sh in a short period of time, it's very questionable. Th there's added risk to it. You don't want to just jump in and buy something on the way up because of the fear of missing out trade. Um, but at the same time, now that it's going to be added to indexes, if you want to participate in ownership of Tesla stock, one of the best ways to do it at this point in time, we think, would be buying it through some type of an index because of the inherent volatility that's there in that individual stock. So again, make sure that you're following through with your risk profile. Um, and if you do have to own something because you feel like you gotta be part of everything, do it the right way. Good point. Good point. Okay, thank you both for answering this week's two questions. If you have a question you'd like to submit, email us at info at focusedwealthmgmt.net. Stay safe, and we look forward to seeing you next week. Thanks, Bye. Julie. Thank you.